Feed the girl them. Feed the girl them. Feed the girl them. Feed the girl them. You are now listening to Feed the Girl Them, the podcast, episode two, with Shanti and Kizzy. Feed the girl them. Hey guys, we're back. So I feel like one of the things I experienced when I came here to live, like let's say like the first summer, it was so depressing. Mm-hmm. I'd message my friends all day, every day, and they were all hanging out with each other or doing things without me. And I just felt so like excluded. And I didn't really have any friends over here. And I was just like, oh my God, like, Kizzy, that was literally like the most alone I've ever felt. Is that when I met you? No. No, I met you like months after that. Okay. So let's say like before I met you, before like I went back, like before I started school, I was dead ass like just here, like, yeah. by, myself, like by myself. Like if it wasn't my, my friends that live here mm-hmm. and like even that too, like most of them live in Broward. Yeah. So I was just like, damn. And I was like, oh my God, I don't want to live in Miami. <laughs> like, yeah. I hate Miami. It's weird because when I, I went to like an all girls boarding school for high school. And whenever like one of us would migrate to the US, everyone just thought that person like died and went to heaven. It's like, oh, <laughs> their life must just be so much better. They don't have to be out here. The school system must be easier. Like, they just, they're driving. Like, you just thought that their life was just immediately upgraded until I moved to America for the first... Look, I was born here, but like I spent most of my life in Jamaica. So when I moved here and I got like the blues, I call it the blues, Yeah. for like the first year. <laughs> it wasn't even months, it was like a year for me. Like It was like, wow, this is so sad. And I just didn't expect to miss so much like I missed my entire life yeah and I thought you know what I'll just make a new life here I'll make new friends I'll I'm going to a new school mm-hmm. everything I'll maintain friendships but like it's a new journey and it was but it was also like a painful change yeah yeah like I've said it before and I'll say it again I didn't fall in love with Jamaica until I left until I left and then every day after that I wanted (laughs) to go back home like it's so bad like I even found myself even when I'd make friends and I was telling them about how much I love Jamaica Mm -hmm. you know like it it was still bittersweet you know like yeah I have these new friends and yeah like I was meeting people from like different places which was really cool especially since you know being stuck with that whole island thing yeah coming out of that was so hard there's definitely pros and cons of leaving yeah it's like when you're there you're just thinking oh my life is so stagnant I'm not going anywhere like I, I don't want to study here. Or exactly. Like in, yeah, the island life. And the, um, mm-hmm. I was I live in the country in Jamaica, so I'm in like a tiny little town where everybody knows each other and mm-hmm. everybody knows your business. And I was tired of it. And you're not really allowed to be different. You're like, you can, but like you're a little bit ostracized. Yeah. I like this kind of music. I like to dress like that. And everybody just thinks I'm weird, so I'm just going <laughs> to move away. 
and yeah i'm here and like nobody thinks i'm weird but like i miss the security of being home yeah being a place you're familiar with you know every back road Mm -hmm. and like it's there's definitely pros and cons for sure yeah i feel the same like even though i grew up like mostly in kingston Mm -hmm. but that feeling of like being different like it didn't really i i didn't really feel accepted for like who i was like the things i liked and disliked and stuff like that until i went to hillel so that would have been like when i was like what 18 like mm-hmm. 17 18 so hillel. yeah hillel <laughs> i've heard about hillel upper saint andrew yes. <laughs> upper class cherry gardens <laughs> Yeah, you know, until I went uptown, yeah, Yeah. until I went uptown, I didn't really feel accepted for, like, the quirky bits of me, you know? Yeah. Everything that wasn't island, yeah, Uh so... But was it mostly, like, island kids going to that school, or is it, like, a a a combination of... No, I want to say it was a combination of both, but, um, it's, you know, like how they say, like, the difference between uptown and... Downtown. Yeah. Yeah. It's like very much so. Like even though even though like people always call me like an uptown girl and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. I I didn't truly feel uptown until I went to Hillel. Like wow. it was a different mentality. Cause like even though I lived in a good um a good area my whole life, you know, my um living in a middle class family mm-hmm. you know i didn't really struggle much i didn't see any kind of struggle or anything like that even then and i was going to a public high school even then i still didn't feel really uptown because most of my friends lived where they lived and mm-hmm. um i was still able to somehow mingle with everyone yeah which was which was really amazing like i'm so glad i got that experience but when i left there and i went into that new environment it felt like a culture shock, which was weird because I was still in Jamaica. Mm. But I was around all these different people, like people that came from like Spain, um, England, you know, and everyone talked different. Like even though all, all we literally did was just go up a hill to yeah. go to school. <laughs> to like that was the only difference. I just wow. went up a hill to go to school. But everything, the environment seemed so different. Um, and even with me being like, when I went to private school in prep school, like my prep school was a private. So, um, even that it still, it still felt very different. And I don't know if it's because I went from private to public for so many years and I got used to it, but yeah, I definitely had to like, Well, I definitely think, well, I'm not that familiar with town because I never lived there. Yeah. And whenever I would go, it would be like to go to the hospital or to go to the doctor or it would would never be to just like chill out. Yeah. It's only since maybe the past year that I've been going to town with my friends. Town would mean Kingston, Jamaica. Um, Because I'm all the way in St. Elizabeth. So, and I live on a farm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a farmer's daughter. And so I, I lived in, a, in the country. And I just, the thing is, what I can't really stand is like, I feel like there's a stigma with country people in town. Mm-hmm. Like, there you is. Instantly know that you're, fr- you're not from here. Yeah. You're from country. They will just look at you and know, yeah, you're from St. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, 
which is like it's kind of funny you know because we do we kind of are like country bumpkins sometimes yeah. and we're just not used to things and we're just we're not used to it so we just act afraid but sometimes i find that in town there's like a high um i see some people walking around with like a sense of superiority like a superiority complex mm, definitely that, and it really bothers me like i i i remember like I went with my parents to um, to go to like this business thing, and um, you had to log in with a computer. And my dad didn't know how to do that, and he was like, "He's a country bumpkin. He's a yeah. farmer. He, he he he's very intelligent, but when it comes to like the computer, he doesn't really know how to f- mm-hmm. function with it. And like people are just treating him like he's dumb. Yeah, you know, like they were just like I just got so mad. Like I know how to use a computer. I can log him in. I can do this. We're educated people. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you are? And it happens a lot to mm-hmm. me for some reason. I get a lot of attitude, and I get a lot of people that um, kind of have this superiority thing. Not everybody, but a few little places I've been, I've been seeing that, and I'm like, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I quietly just them in place yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i'm sure not everybody's like that but i mean i I definitely see what you're talking about still yeah like that is a thing and that's i feel like especially people from kingston like we i feel like i've caught myself doing it a lot Mm -hmm. i mean not specifically to like country people Mm -hmm. but in a sense where you you feel like you're better you're better than people you get me yeah like I remember, I remember times like, cause I never like I never had like a country upbringing or anything mm. like that. But like the closest thing to it would be like my grandpa, mm. cause he came from Westmoreland, and like, I mean, you know, basic school and that was it. That yeah. was his whole education. But that man made so much from so yeah. little that mm. like I respected him differently, like mm. on a different level. So. I'd, I'd be, you know, with such respect for my grandpa, for me to, like, be constantly around him, constantly in his space, constantly, like, doting around him and stuff, mm-hmm. like, he was my idol, to see people look at a big man like that and be like, oh, and like, twi- yeah, like, twist yeah. them out because, oh, he doesn't know how to work his phone or yeah. he doesn't know how to send an email. And there are pros and cons of living in the country, too, because I do kind of feel like different mm-hmm. and it's not okay it's not okay that you like rock music it's not okay that you like to wear a beatles t-shirt it's not okay that you wear converse everywhere like it's like that, <laughs> for me growing up that was me that, that was just my style yeah. and it was like she's a weirdo what is she doing like you know but yeah there are pros and cons i but i, I don't know i feel the need to stick up for both <laughs> Yeah. I stick up for both the country people and I understand town people as yeah, well. Yeah, same. Like, even that, what you were saying, you know, like, dressing differently mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like, that was me, fam. Like, even in town, mm-hmm. there was still a Your stigma, yeah, oh. against it, like... Maybe it's a Jamaican thing, I don't know. Yeah, I feel, no, but you know how Jamaicans are. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> don't get upset, Jamaican. Yeah, don't get upset. Don't- <laughs> You know, we are we Jamaican. Hating. We're you know, we're not... We, that's not self-hate. You no, know, it's, no. <laughs> it's more so that we're noticing a trend with our yeah. own people that... We don't like change. And we don't like change. We don't, we don't like don't it. Accept, we don't accept 
much we have a problem with yeah it, you know yeah me listening to 21 pilots oh my god <laughs> was like what you know like yeah yeah how how dare you I re- and yeah i used to wear all black in jamaica like first of all i don't know why i thought that was a good idea because I did the same thing, girl. <laughs> I did the same thing girl, all through high in school. In a hot, hot sun. In yeah. a hot, hot sun. Because you're trying to prove a point. That's the only way that you can be different. Yeah. You dress this way or you, you listen to this. Like, you just... I was, like, rebelling a little bit. Yeah. I didn't want to wear my hair like the other girls. I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to just go there. Like, I had my own thing that I wanted to do. And because I was getting resistance, I would do it more. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that possessed me. Like, I'm just going to move because I'll find my niche in, in America. Yeah. And, yeah, well, it didn't work out that way. I didn't just come here and just it all fell into place and I found the right people. And I'm still searching. I'm still, it's still like a journey. So, yeah, I didn't, it didn't work out with me just moving here and just being accepted for it the weird individual that I am, <laughs> but um, it's fine though, you just learn to accept that, that you're not always going to be accepted, Yeah, you know, and um, I think I had to learn that on the way, but I think being away and getting perspective and probably growing up a little bit mm-hmm. mentally has made me appreciate Jamaica Yes, for what it is, because we have issues. We got people. Don't, people think it's like this really nice, beautiful, just peaceful, amazing country. Yeah, we bun spliffs all day. Yeah, we just, <laughs> sit we just smoke weed. We just, you know, we don't have issues. No, we have a lot of issues. A lot. I can't even begin to tackle. But, we don't have to um, do another video for that. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We do. But but I appreciate it, um, for what it is because for such like a. A small island. Well, we're not small, but it's still an island. We've made a name for ourselves. Yeah, we worldwide. Have. Definitely. And that's like, that's big. Yeah. I definitely appreciate us. So yeah. Yeah, I love us. <laughs> yeah, it, it took it took me leaving. Like I had yeah. to literally leave. But would you move back? Ah, uh, that's a thing. That is a good question. I don't know. And why I say I don't know is because, I mean, now, like, within the next year, I'll be a college graduate. I'm going to need work. And realistically speaking, for what I want to do... It's not practical. It's not practical in Jamaica. Not to say that... Um, you know, Jamaica isn't a great place for people that are pursuing arts and stuff, but I feel like the person, kind of person I am, like I'm most creative when I have more options with the things I can mm-hmm. do, like more accessibility, and I don't think I'd have much resources in Jamaica. Would I move back? I don't know. Mm-hmm. If... Like, I'm one of those people, like, I love the idea of raising my kids back home just because, like, I know from, like, my own experience, I'd love to give them the same experience, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like it will ground them. Like, 
That's yeah. I guess that's a big thing about living in Jamaica. It grounds you. Yeah, when it you grounds move somewhere you. else. Yeah, it definitely grounds you. And then of course, like the education um, system alone definitely would move back for that. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say I move back. It'd have to be because of my kids or something. Yeah. But I'm I'm good where I'm right now, knowing, you know, loving home for what it is mm-hmm. and being able to go back when I need to. Yeah. It's important. Like, you know, I went back home over the summer. It was great. But I feel like I like what Jamaica is to me now. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to be able to go back when I need to. Because I feel yeah. like every time I go back home... It's when you need to. It's when I need to, and mm-hmm. I like that. Because yeah. I'm, I feel comfortable with that. I don't... I, before, like, which is another reason, like, I felt like I was latching onto Jamaica so much, mm-hmm. even when I was here, that I wasn't giving my life here a real chance. Yeah. So what it was doing to my life was that it was just causing more issues for Mm -hmm. me and it's like once I reached a place with my life here where I felt comfortable um all of that basically disappeared so I'd go back home and I wasn't my first thought when I got home wasn't oh let me ask mom if I can come back home you know what (laughs) I mean because that's what it was at first like I'm telling you the first year of school every time like I probably went I probably went back home like four times within the year. Wow. Every time I got that break, I was gone. I spent the whole summer there. Then after that, I remember uh, I was like, oh, um, let me do some online classes so I can stay the, stay another semester. Mm-hmm. Like, And then I was like, when I got back and nothing was really happening with my life here, I was like, well, I spent most of my time in Jamaica or mm-hmm. thinking about Jamaica. Yeah. So I think... I think that's really important to like where I am now. I can see so much growth. Like, yeah, just because of home, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's really important still. Yeah, I mean, what I've found. Well, my relationship with Jamaica has changed more recently. I think like within the past year and a half or two years. Yeah. Before when I come down. It wasn't really like a relief. Now, like the last time I went, it was like a relief. Like, I'm here. I can be comfortable. I can just, you know, breathe. Mm -hmm. But um, right now, my relationship is is that. Like, I can breathe when I'm in Jamaica as opposed to here. And it's it's difficult because, like, I, I do this every time I travel. So when I'm coming back to America, I cry the entire time I'm at the airport. Like, the whole time. Yeah. From I'm there. Same. And I hate <laughs> it so much because I have to say goodbye to my parents mm-hmm. and my dad's teary-eyes and my mom's like, just just go. And, um, so it's, and I just, I, I go across to the other side and then I call them and then I cry more. And this has been, like, the tradition. Yeah. Like, Kizzy's on the phone crying. And I don't usually cry, but, like, whenever I'm saying, I'm not good at goodbyes, okay? I'm just, I... It's just heart-wrenching for me. And then as soon as I touch down on American soil, all tears are gone. Yeah. I turn into this iron lady. Exactly. Because like, you can't 
try. Yeah. Like, you still have to get somewhere. You still have to make that deadline. Nobody cares if you're having a panic attack. Like, it's it's more like you have to toughen up Yeah. Uh, when you're here. Yeah. Whereas in Jamaica, I think sometimes you have an excuse to be a little bit soft or to just not do that. Yeah. Or, you know, like, it's not that huge deal if you if you don't turn up on time. Yeah. Or it's like, it's different here. And you feel it as soon as you touch down. Yeah. It's, it's intense. Yeah. It's intense. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've been noticing that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a different person. Yeah. I'm a different person where, where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm in Jamaica, I'm a lot more vulnerable. I don't know if it's like a thing. Because it's home. Yeah. I'm a lot. Yeah. Like, I allow myself to get more vulnerable. I'll have some real conversations that I probably wouldn't have here. Mm-hmm. Maybe because of the people. May, I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe because I know what's going to be said. You know, because um, we're like here, it's very, you have this to do, you, get, mm-hmm. you need to get it done. Like no one cares. Like so you said, no structure. one, no one cares about your anxiety. Like yeah. I, if I'm back home and I'm like, oh, I had a panic attack. I couldn't do it. Like, man, you know how much school I missed because I had horrible anxiety mm-hmm. back when I was living in Jamaica? Like, that and used got to away save with me. It. I got away with it. I got <laughs> away with so much. Yeah, you can get away with a lot more I got more away there. with so much. Yeah. And like, there's no oh, such thing as time. You show yeah, up. There. When you show up is no, when you show up. There is no time at home. Yeah. There is no time. The, Jamaica's not a real place. Jamaica <laughs> is people. <laughs> Girl them, man them, people place. them. Jamaica is not a real place, okay? Yeah, and I think Jamaicans, like, if you haven't moved, and then you move there for the first time, it's like a culture shock. Like, I have to be there on time or I'll get fired? Yeah. So, you mean I can't smoke my spliff and just chill a bit? No. Listen, people, people. <laughs> I've, I've worked here. in Jamaica, I've worked here, and I'm telling you, it's very different, mm-hmm. okay? I can get to work. I could say, oh, man, uh, sick, <laughs> sick. Just call the manager, yeah. say, yo, sick, can't come in today. No mm-hmm. problem, right? Can't do that here, my G. No, fired. You, you're fired. Fired. You're replaceable. You're here, you're replaceable. You're replaced, exactly. You're replaceable. And yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's what I needed. Because when I came here, I was very much, you know, laissez-faire. Like, yeah. I was just chilling and... It took me such a long time mm-hmm. to get out of that. Yeah. It's, I feel like more than anything, what made me move, what made me quick to get stuff done was knowing that when I'm here, everything's going to leave me. Everything's going to go ahead of me. Yes. Like, I very much felt like I was in a race. Mm-hmm. You know, like back home, I know people in their 30s, 40s even, they still don't know what they're doing yeah. with their lives. Here it's like, yo, <laughs> you better know what you're doing. You better know what you're doing. You know, um, you got to think about all of the, all these things, man. It's just so much. And then I feel like support, your support system also has something to do with it. Yeah. Like I take, like I said, you know, I take pride in the fact that I know that my mom is in Jamaica mm-hmm. and I know that the relationship I have with her, if anything happens to me. I can just quick call, you know, and just say, mommy, here's the situation. She's like, okay, no problem. You feel me? But I've noticed that since I've been here longer, 
the more I experience, now I'm kind of like, let me deal with it. Yeah. You know? I'm I'm not the kind of person that, like, where I once was, where I'm like, yeah, today's a bad day. Every day is a bad day. Tomorrow is a bad day. It's not going to change anything. And I I very much believe in manifestation too. Mm. Like just spiritually lately, Mm -hmm. I've been very specific about what I say into the world because I've noticed signs when things happen. Like we need to do a whole episode about that. Yeah. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about this. Yeah. Because... (laughs) We sis, there's down. a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to say. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, I feel like you have to be, you have to be very mindful of where you are. And I do believe that we have many versions of ourselves, mm. which is which is not a bad thing because in in instances where I need I need to be quicker on my feet, I can't put myself in a in the self where I'd have a panic attack, you yeah. know. I have to, I have to be, have to adapt. I have to be another version of me, mm-hmm. you know. And I definitely feel that when I'm here, mm. I'm very different. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I think in Jamaica, my friends take care of me. I'm taken care of. Yes, it's I'm, I'm like it, I'm, I'm spoiled. I'm, I'm spoiled taken care too. of. I have people who will pick me up whenever I need to go somewhere, and mm-hmm. um, which is what I didn't like when I was growing up because I wanted to be more independent. Yes, but now I'm here. I'm, which is what I like about being in America. Mm-hmm. I can be independent. I can do things. I have a car. I can get yeah. somewhere. Like I love that aspect. But I do, like, my friends have a, like, they understand, but I, when I tell them, guys, you know that I have to survive in America on my own without you? Yeah. Like, nobody's going to pick me up. Like, if I go downtown, I'm going downtown alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, you know, but I never think about it. Like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this on my own. I'm getting this done. I'm getting, like, no. It's only when I'm in Jamaica and I realize that I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Or I I need somebody to go with me somewhere that I I realize yeah, you're doing a lot on your own in America. That's the thing. Yeah. A lot of it is on your own. There's not that much. You're not gonna get some your neighbor to come and sit with you every evening and watch the sunset. I have friends in Jamaica where every evening there'll be a family member or a neighbor or a friend that come and they watch the sunset Same. together every evening. Same. You could <laughs> never do that in America. Sunset what? You got to pick up the kids. You got to go you got to go there. Yep. You're in traffic. By the time you get home it's dark. You got to get food there's at McDonald's. So many, there's so many variables. America doesn't give you that much space to breathe sometimes, which is what we're lucky that we can go back to Jamaica yeah. and take a breather. Yeah. I think we're very fortunate that we're able to do that. There's a lot of kids, I'm sure, that want to go home and or leave Jamaica and they just can't. Yeah. But, yeah, I see the pros and cons of being there and not being there. But I definitely think that it's it's we're also very lucky that we get to experience both and grow in both. True. Because growth is, for me, very uncomfortable. It's very painful. I, I'm one of those people that don't really like change. Even when I know if change comes, it would it would be better for me. Yeah. I resist and I hold on so Same. tightly because I'm used to whatever that is. Same. Even if it's like 
if it's if it's the darkness i'm holding on to the darkness because that's all that's exactly. all i know that's all i know but <laughs> like i'm finding that the universe is kind of like ripping you away from that piece by piece yeah me because i'm really holding on for dear life um, <laughs> maybe really i'm on the on. edge yeah, <laughs> i don't like change change like growth the word growth to me is painful i just think oh god it's gonna hurt but when you get to the other side it's just like what was i having such a tantrum about yeah you're here you're alive you're doing this you're you're this is better for you. Yeah. This is going to put you somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I guess surrendering and trusting the universe is the hardest part for me because I always think I need to do this. But uh, I've been put in situations where I'm so cornered that there's nothing else I can do but trust. Trust and pray. Yeah, exactly. Same. There's like, nothing else you can do. There's really and nothing nobody's going to save you. Because it's... It's the moments, those those moments when you're yeah. really by yourself yes. and something happens mm-hmm. and you have to figure it out right then and there. Yeah. I'm just like, you know what? I'll leave it to the universe. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I can't, you have to know what you can and cannot control. Yeah. Like, I feel like when I started looking at things differently in that um, aspect, I noticed different um changes especially with like my mental health Mm -hmm. like i i started having less panic attacks Mm -hmm. because i'm like well i'm here panicking i'm here panicking and i had nothing to do with my situation you know yeah because sometimes you feel like something happens to you Mm -hmm. and it's you have some kind of play in it or whatever and you have some power over how you can rectify the situation but sometimes it's not just a situation or something happening. It's mm-hmm. you have to deal with more of the reaction. You get me? You yeah. have to deal with the after. Not how we because I I was the kind of person like I would sit down and literally go step by step by step from the beginning to where I am now with mm-hmm. the situation. I'd be like, geez, I could have, you know, I could have done this, I could have, I should have done done this differently. It's sad to say, but um, if I stayed in Jamaica, I would not be where I am right now. Like, even what you were saying about your independence, I am in love with my independence. Mm -hmm. I love my freedom. I'm learning to not doubt myself as much, which is, like, surprising because I've always doubted myself my entire life. Every move I make, I doubt it. And there's always, like, some type of fear yeah behind it because i think i grew up in like i grew up on a farm (laughs) i'm not like slow or contained or whatever but like i i just grew up without that like independence so like i always second guess myself i always doubted myself and it's only since maybe like the past six months Mm -hmm. that i've been like like honoring my decisions and like not doubting it and like if for the first time in my life I'm like trusting myself yeah I can I made that decision and it was the best thing for me even though everybody said it wouldn't be exactly you know it's and that comes with age too that comes yeah sometimes you really just have to trust your own intuition at Mm -hmm. the end of the day sometimes you saying because it felt right or because I want to 
Mm-hmm. That's enough. You don't yeah. need to explain yourself to people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing I'm learning yeah. right now, actually. I'm learning that, too. Because there's there this yet. thing in me. I don't know what it is, but I feel like people are so entitled. And maybe it's because I've made them feel like they are. But no, nah, man. I'm sorry. I At this point in my life, I'm not... I'm not going to do that to myself anymore. Mm. You know, I have yeah. to honor myself and my own decisions. I, me, me explaining myself. And that's another thing. Like I've literally, um, cause I have these affirmations and I'm like, like literally even in my affirmation this morning, it was like, don't explain yourself today. Mm. And I was like, okay, just do it. Just do it. Like sometimes it's really just that do it. No apologies. That's it. I mean, as long as you're not out here, like, like as long as hurting, hurting people, yeah. yeah, I'm cool with your choices, you mm-hmm. know, because your choices are what they are. They're yours at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and even if, you know, you make a bad choice or whatever, like, that was what you chose. You feel me? Yeah. You have to live with it. The sitting and the going over it, mm. it's not going to help you. You just have to trust. What's that word? Rumination? I think. I think Revelation? Rumination. Rumina- rumination. Yes. Yeah. Ruminate. Yeah. I think I'm saying it okay. <laughs> don't get mad if I don't. Word of the but day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, I think in this podcast, we're basically just going to be talking about being young in this time. Yeah. And just, you know, like going through the the thick of it exactly you know the changes what's what's gonna happen what's not gonna happen accepting things so yeah uh, we'll take you guys along yeah we'll take you as we with us. learn and grow mm-hmm. and have setbacks and yeah. go again mm-hmm. you know that because that's what it's about Thanks for listening, guys. Stay tuned for more episodes and follow the dialogue at Fidegeldem Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Fidegeldem. Fidegeldem. Fidegeldem.